You know what's cool? Podcasts. You know what's not cool? No podcasts. Check out all the podcasts over here at blindknowledge.com. This podcast you're listening to right now is a featured Blind Knowledge podcast. Okay, hey, we're back, and we are here live on the phone with uh, the Elvis Presley of Funk, Mr. George Clinton. How are you? I'm fine. How y'all doing? We're we're excited to have you on the air, and uh, uh, thank you very much for doing this at such a short notice. I appreciate it. I'm ready for you. I've been deeply deticked. I got my rabies shot, and I'm ready to bury the bone. There you go. I love it. I love it. I I just got my flu shot, so I'm game. (laughs) (laughs) We got Joe and Alex with us in the studio. They're big fans, and we thought we'd let them ask some questions. Hey, world, how are we doing today? Cool. So go for it, guys. So my first question for you, Dr. Funkenstein, uh, you're out in Los Angeles, correct? Yes, I'm out here promoting my new book. There we go. I need to ask you one thing. Uh, have you been to In-N-Out Burger? No, I've been on a diet. Oh, I've man. been on a juice diet for, for quite a while lately. Well, I'll tell you right now, that's one thing that you should definitely break your diet for. In-N-Out. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'll check that out. <laughs> Uh, George, my name is Joey. I work here at the Gag Order Network. Thanks so much for joining us today. Cool. Uh, just a quick question. Your your music is charted on the funk charts, hip-hop, R&B, pop, hit lists, and etc. You've appeared on the bill with rock acts such as Ted Nugent, Iggy Pop, Bob Seger, and as well as being introduced into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And in 2015, this year, you're performing at Australia's Blues Fest. So I got to know... Especially today, did you think that your music would ever cross over into these different genres that you're playing in? Oh well, I thought they would. I mean, we started out with, with you know, Motown, and that was already pop music for the '60s, and then the '50s music came back in, which I knew from my mother's and father's records, you know, like rock and roll from Europe. So by the time we got there with Bootsy James, uh, Fred Wesley, Maceo Parker, uh, Jimi Hendrix type music under our belt, Motown under our belt. I knew we had what we call P-Funk, the pure funk. And and I, <laughs> I think like that's that. going to be around for a long time. You know, sampling came about, and funk is the DNA for hip-hop. So we was lucky enough to do that. I worked with the Chili Peppers. We were lucky enough to be in on that type of music. So, yeah, we worked hard for that, and we still at it. We got a new album coming out next week. 33 songs on it. Oh Whoa. My God. Nice. Wow. That's a mammoth. You know, what's funny is I noticed a lot of music today is crossing over. So it would only seem natural that yours would. Because I, I myself am a metalhead. And I see metal adopting parts of blues, rap, even even reggae to some extent. I've seen it. I've heard it. And so I can't. Yeah, understand. I mean, music is best when it's when it's mixed with each other. Right. When they all start cross pollinating. Right. That's when music. That's when music get get you know really good. Back in the '60s, you had every kind of music being played by rock bands, and then you know you had the R&B sound of Motown, which turned into rock. When we came along, we made loud Motown funkadelic. We call it funkadelic. So, so the, uh, funkadelic itself is sort of like a, a concept. It's a, it's a specific uh, sound, I guess. Can you? Yeah, it's the psychedelic side of Parliament funkadelic. It's the Jimmy Hendrix sound, like a maggot brain. Oh man, I'm going to ask you about that later, but please continue. You know, in, in Super Stupid, those are those songs we were actually going after. You know, like I said, the Jimmy Hendrix sounds, 
the who, cream, but we were still doing it with a funky beat as opposed to blues or rock and roll, which is basically the same music. To me, the only thing that separates them to me is tempo, most likely. Mm-hmm. Slow down rock and roll, become blues, or become funk. If you slow it way down, it become blues. If you slow it mid-tempo, it become funky, kind of like New Orleans. That's yeah. basically funky music. James Brown, funky music. You know, that's that mid-tempo, the part that make you behind, <laughs> you know, betray you. So, yeah, I mean, so you're you're sort of taking, like, all these different styles and uh, trying to translate them into, like, something new. But when you were starting back in the day, the, the 60s, uh, you know, through the 70s, did you think that, you know, you your music would be something that would sort of reach different crowds? I mean, what, what did the crowds look like at that time, say, compared to now? Well, in the 50s, it was all the same. It was black and white, always one. When the rock and roll first started, you know, in the 50s, Frankie Lyman, right on through Dion and the Belmonts, you know, right up into the 60s, and Motown even was all one. It only separated mid-60s when rock and roll started becoming underground with the FM stations, and it becomes separated R&B, then rock and roll or metal. That separated, you know, for the radio stations and their ads, whoever their demographics was. Funk, we brought it all back together with Funkadelic because you had the rock and roll side of us playing the maggot brains in the late 60s with Iggy Pop and the Amboy Dukes and, you know, and Ted Nuge and all of that. We we mixed it up with that with the Motown sound and just started playing Motown real loud, and that became rock and roll. Mm. But Funkadelic style, we actually call it Funkadelic as opposed to Psychedelic. Yeah. I reach. Uh, George, I saw you about seven years ago for the first time in Bridgeport, Connecticut at a festival called Gathering the Vibes 2007. And when I saw you, you knocked my block off, sir. It was unbelievable. And ever since then, I've been a fan. And um, appreciate it. Yeah, Joe was saying earlier that your hair was so bright he could see you from miles away. Right down the field. (laughs) Well, you know, on the new album, you can. It's got an app. On, I mean, the book, rather. I just put out a book, Brothers Be Your Like George. Yeah. Ain't that funkin' kind of hard on you? <laughs> we got it right yeah, here. Yeah, I was a, just reading it. Yeah. yeah, I have it on. Yeah, you can take a picture of that cover after you get that app. That hair, you can put it on anybody's head. Oh, really? Man. Awesome. Uh, take a picture of them, and the hair be right on top of the head. Just look at that book cover. You see the little app thing down in the right-hand yeah. corner. I'm going to hold Joey to that. Joey, you've got to come up with this call in here. Absolutely. absolutely. I think Dimitri would definitely benefit from that one. Dimitri don't have the guts for it, though. <laughs> don't have the chutzpah. George, Joey will do it. George, you're in your 70s now. I mean, how do you keep killing it on stage, man? How do you just, how do you get the energy? How do you, every, ten, every funk, time we funk hear. Funk is its own reward. You funk it, mm. that's your energy. You don't need nothing else. That's a beautiful thing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? When, when you get into no the thing. funk, trust me, you're all right. Fair. One thing I want to talk about, George, uh, I saw you last year at the uh, the House of Blues. And, um, oh, in Boston? In Boston, yeah. yeah. Um, oh, man. You know, Boston is, uh, that's where we started, that, that you know, that psychedelic, uh, funkadelic at the Sugar Shack. Ooh. Oh, man, really? That's, that's just who, down the- that's I who remember turned that. us out. Yeah. That's who turned us out. That's who got us crazy. <laughs> We was a nice, clean-cut group till we got to Boston. <laughs> There's some good stories in that book about how you guys started in Boston. That's for sure. No, they so, got yeah, you, yeah, the stories in that book. Yeah. So Boston corrupted them. <laughs> corrupted us to well, no end. Well, Boston's got that dirty water, right? 
But it was cool, though. Believe me, I appreciate everything that happened there. It's a great time. You know, it really is. And like on page three, 379, that's the whole reason for writing that book. So that's all I want to say about that. Check page 379 on. That is the reason for the book. Absolutely. We're definitely going to take a look at that for sure. I'm opening it up right now. Okay. Um, one thing I want to ask you is that uh, – so I saw you last year. You had an incredibly different style from what your signature is. I mean, you were in like a, a three-piece suit, leather shoes, a hat. You came on like a boss, which was just completely different from... Uh, but that's, I always have to do something new to reinvent myself. Oh, man. I have to reclone myself every so often. That was the way we started out in 1956, 57. It was a classic That's the way book. we used to dress. So I figured ain't nobody going to remember that. So I do it again, and it looks brand new. <laughs> George, I got a question. So you've you've been around the music business for way over fifty years. You've seen where singles have gone to album concepts, and now we're in a generation where the album concept has kind of diminished, and we're seeing a lot of singles. Do you ever see it? Yep. Do you ever see it go back to the album concept? But it doesn't matter to me which way it go. I'm making music, and right. and whichever way we did. Us grown-ups don't want it to go. That's the way the kids gonna want it to go. Ah, I see. So I'm always following the kids, no matter which way they go. You know what I'm saying? That it does. It does that. It changes because kids don't want their parents or their big brothers and sisters' music. So it just changed the trend every now. I'm looking at the videos. Those little ten-second videos or five-second videos now. Yeah. Those, you know, attention span is really short. But I, I, we made two-minute records in the. Early 60s and late 50s, it was 2 minutes and 30 seconds. That was it. We stretched it out with Magabrain to 9 minutes and then 15 minutes with Knee Deep. So we love making long records, but if it ain't, if it comes to the point where they only want to sample and just loop the sample, then hey, I'm going to sample, copy, dupe it, and loop it to stupid. <laughs> Fair well, enough. You know, I mean, like, that's sort of the... One of the things I think is going to be interesting when the, when the, when the album comes out is that you know we are in an in an age of shorter songs. Uh, we're in an age of uh, fragmented albums. But what we're talking but the, about here this, is excuse fun. me for cutting you off. This album, like I said, thirty three songs on it. We got nine minute songs, and we got four minute songs. That's about the shortest we get. Yeah, it's a, it's but a we have nice. a lot so of room there. I think that's awesome. I think that. I think that's how it should be, personally. A good nine-minute song where you can fall into that music for a little while, that's a beautiful thing. I mean, that's what, that's what electronic music is pretty long. I mean, yeah. when those kids get out on the dance floor or the, wherever the concert is at, they want those long grooves. They can just lose themselves in it. And so we're part of the electronic age, too. We're part of that electronic music. Anything that makes you shake your butt, I'm down with it. <laughs> You've been doing electronic music for a long time. Um, you know, listening to your records in the 80s and music from the late 70s, it's like you've embraced that um, at a time far before, you know, sort of the signature 80s sound came out. Um, you know, what what sort of drew you to uh, electronic music, I guess? Well, the, the, the synthesizers, we knew that that was coming. We knew that was coming. We waited for it. And we watched it happen. We paid attention to Emerson, Lake, and Palmer, mm -hmm. King Crimson, you know, back in the you know, mid-60s. And we knew it wouldn't be long before it become part of the R&B music. You know, we heard it in, with Yes and, you know, the, uh, 
uh, all those groups. So when we did Flashlight, we used the Moog as the bass. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. And that was like the first time that had ever been done. And Bernie's a classical trained pianist. He went to school there in Berkeley. Mm -hmm. And when he was 14, he was playing classical music. So once we got Testify out and we had to do something different with the rock and roll, it was easy for us to just incorporate the synthesizers and the moogs and all of it, whatever the new electronics came out. So I think we were ahead of the game. Even when hip-hop was on the rise, we did Atomic Dog right at the very beginning of hip-hop. And now it's like probably one of the most sampled songs in hip-hop. You know, t Atomic Dog, We Want the Funk. That's my oh, yeah. personal one favorite. You know, all of that. Cool. The the book and that was all synthesized. The book Brothers Brother I gotta make sure I'm saying this right. Brothers be yo like George ain't that funkin' hard on you. Where can people get this book? Anywhere. I mean Barnes and Noble is everywhere now. It's like so hot today, you know, came out yesterday. I mean it's already number one. Very nice. It is so hot. I mean there's five songs on that when you get that app, there's five songs off the album for free on the book. Oh wow, okay. So there's something You'll extra. be able to hear Brothers Be Your Like George Ain't That Funkin' Kinda Hard On You, <laughs> which is the first single. Oh, nice. Hey, nice. George, I got one more question before we got to let you go. Um, and thanks so much for sticking with us. Where did Dr. Funkenstein obtain his doctorate? We got to know. Oh, Berkeley. Ah, Well, yes. he said Boston. Well, just... Yeah, Boston. Yeah, I got my doctorate in there. They, they restored me. <laughs> I'm, I'm, and I'll be up there again, what, next week? Oh, great. You're coming back around. Yeah, I'm coming studio. up to, to, um, to, um, to um, Berkeley. Beautiful. We're doing a class there, Fred Wesley and myself. Oh, nice. nice. Also, uh, just one last thing. Uh, you're coming back to Boston on Valentine's Day, aren't you? Yes, right. Yeah. Oh, man. Ooh, I know where I'm taking my date or whoever I'm dating at that point. <laughs> I'll bring them to me. Whoever he's Funko. dating. There we go. <laughs> if you're in Boston, pop by the studio sometime. We'd love to have you in person. Okay, but well, you can cool. check out those songs on that, on that app there. The yeah. brothers be your like George. Ain't that funkin' kind of hard on you. Ain't that funkin' kind of hard on you. I said I was hard when I started. I'll be hard when I get through. <laughs> right on, right on. Well, I guess that's pretty much it. George, yeah. thanks so, Thank so, so much. much for joining us today. Thank and, you. Um, now, we will come back here when we get there. Yeah, definitely. Can't come wait by, to pop see in, you. say hi to us, really. Tell okay, him, tell him Ashley sent you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Okay, you have you. a good night. Thank you. And you can get George Clinton's book, Brothers Be Yo Like George Ain't That Funkin' Kinda Hard on You, a memoir by George Clinton at your local bookstore, Amazon.com, or wherever you can find a book. Where Maybe the books library. Are sold. <laughs> yeah, it's everywhere. Check yeah. that book out. It's pretty cool. Well, check it out, y'all. We got what you need. We're all living in apartments, condos, vans. Well, dude, even you can have a studio. A studio in a box. Yes, we can help you with that right here at Blind Knowledge. We work on your budget, and we figure out your measurements. We'll get you the best sound for the best price. Let me know, 877-237-1143 or at blindknowledge.com. Yep. Cool thing about Blind Knowledge is we are in multiple countries. We are worldwide all across the globe. We are in the U.S. We are in the U.K. We are in Canada, Germany, India, Japan. We're in Australia, y'all. BlindKnowledge.com. Now back to the feature presentation. 